That's right, everybody. Welcome into A Tribe Called Dad. My name is DJ Hoppa, and um, I am breaking the rules a little bit here today. Uh, I was just thinking about this, Aaron, as uh, <laughs> as we were getting ready, as I was playing that intro music. You, I think, are the first female that we've had on A Tribe Called Dad. Stop it right now. Yeah. I am honored. Yeah. I'm like an honorary member of the Dad Club. <laughs> of the tribe. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. Uh, I've got Aaron McConaughey on the phone here, and um, you are—you have a service and a business uh, called Curated Care, which I'm so excited to be able to jump in and talk about because, um, ironically, I was so impressed with um, Curated Care's service, and particularly because the two people that were my introduction into Curated mm-hmm. Care were two men that work yes. for curated care who are amazing caretakers and and great with kids and i was just like this is so awesome and um anyways oh, i don't want to get too far ahead of this but um i am very excited to talk to you today about what curated care does and obviously a big part of our conversation today is all around finding child care and finding great child care which can be yeah. such a heavy lift for moms totally. and dads out there so yep. um Aaron, I, I just kind of want to start with a little bit of background yeah. because you started in education and you started in early child education. Uh, you had a Montessori school and this idea yeah. came very organically in terms of curated care. Talk to us a little bit about the origin story. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, so about maybe 12 years ago, um, I was uh, managing kind of um, a super cool premier children's space in Tribeca. Um, and co-created, um, exactly like you said, a Montessori-based drop-off program, a pre-preschool program for like itsy-bitsy little nuggets, like starting at 14 months. Um, so you really work like super intimately with families and, and get to know them. And um, so I was running that. And then I was also doing all of our hiring and recruitment for all of our teachers and our art- artists at the facility that ran the other um, classes. Um, and so kind of through that, um, actually is how I met my now business partner um, because I was her daughter's first teacher in the school. And, and she at the time just had a really organic need of, you know, wanting to find a babysitter, um, but wanting to find somebody just like generally awesome that you actually want around your kid who can really implement cool stuff during that time. That was like the essence of it, like how to make babysitting, like not just cover babysitting time, but like utilize that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and on my end, um, you know, I had so many families I felt like that had a similar need and a request, but at the time they just really didn't have a way to articulate that. Um, like there was no vernacular for finding a souped up babysitter, specialized skilled <laughs> babysitter. Um, but the for sure what people were looking for. It was like somebody to cover the essential needs but do something more at that time. Um, and then on the flip side, the, I had so many artists and teachers and employees that were doing some sort of babysitting on the side as kind of a side hustle. And they were already inherently incorporating these cool backgrounds and talents and skills and stuff that they loved into that time um, and organically doing this, but they also didn't really have a way to articulate that and subsequently market that. Um, so there was clearly, you know, like two sides of a marketplace right in front of us. Um, and I really think they just needed like some means to connect. So, so that was sort of like the emphasis of everything for Carrie to Care. Um, so, so now, you know, um, it's now become just a really, I mean, I'm a little biased, but a super cool, really modern platform, um, where families can go on, they make a profile, kid experts, what we call everybody on the site, 
make their own profiles. They set their own rates, their own schedules. They offer the stuff that they love. Um, and it really seems to work beautifully and really benefit, obviously, kids and obviously families. But it's also a really awesome opportunity for our kid experts to actually make really great money as artists and teachers, you know, sharing what they love with kids. So it's like such a win-win-win. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of I the love essence it. of how everything everything came to be. I love it. How do you, um, what are some of the different categories of the kid experts that are out there? Oh my God, it's such a, what a great question. And like, it's an endless answer. So um, I mean, it's such a range. I mean, for sure, there's like the standards of like, you know, definitely anything STEM or science-based is really up there for so like science teachers, Montessori teachers. Um, but we also have, I mean, it is a truly robust community. I mean, we have poets, we have rappers, we have hip hop dancers, we have road scholars, we have a Fulbright scholar, we have Alvin Ailey dancers, like we have, I think, 13 Broadway actors on the site, um, skateboarders, like it's such a range. So mm. it's truly like, again, like it's, it's, it's all about like the, the stuff you want to introduce your kids to, but it's also like these really cool humans that do these things that you also just want to be a presence around your child yeah yeah for sure and I guess I mean how how do you guys go about um matching up the um the kid expert and then the family and and do you play a role in that or is it more like we provide the marketplace and then they find each other type of a thing yeah so it's the latter with like a little extra like hand touch of customer service I would say like the goal is definitely um, to provide families with like every possible tool that they need on the site to find and book and pay their kid experts directly. Um, but the, the, you know, the key to that and making that work is that it's like a super duper vetted marketplace. Um, so it's invite only. Um, they, you know, kid experts um, have to, um, you know, submit a resume and create a profile to be considered to interview then they get interviewed, then mm-hmm. there's background checks and reference checks and all the stuff that really um, is hard for families and sucks about finding a babysitter. We wanted to take care of all of that so that essentially when a family goes on the site, then they actually get to choose people to be around their kid based on like really inspiring, optimistic criteria mm. um, of like what cool experience my kid's going to have versus having to worry about the stuff that, you know, as a mom myself, like really gives you anxiety. We wanted to handle all of that. Um, so it's, it's an incredibly vetted marketplace. And then from there, ideally, you should be able to be set up to match kind of seamlessly with whomever you're looking for. So there's definitely like basic tools that you would imagine would be on a marketplace website. So like there's a really robust like keyword search and tons of search filters. And, and you can really kind of find whatever niche kid expert you're looking for um, pretty seamlessly through the site. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I think it, it makes... Um it, it takes it to a whole nother level, right? So yeah. I guess, where does the line, where do you guys, I guess, draw the line in terms of like, let's say somebody who is a musician, for instance, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, and then is hired as a kid expert through curated care. It's not quite a lesson, right? Because like, you're not, you're not going to come yeah, and like totally. do a lesson, but yeah. I guess where, where is that line for you guys and, have there been instances in which that line kind of blurs a little bit? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a great question. So um, generally speaking, I would say that our families book babysitting, book babysitting sessions. So what they're more interested in, per your example, is like hiring like one of our guitar players to come over for like five or six hours, maybe cup, like pick them up in school, hang out in the afternoon, 
cover all things babysitting, but they've got their guitar with them and they're kind of incorporating mm. guitar and music and, and um, kind of music-based stuff sort of organically throughout that time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, families can also book separately like a straight-up private lesson. That's another thing that's gotten very, very popular um, here mm. in New York, for sure. So usually kid experts have a different rate. So if we have like Jordan, who is an awesome guy, come over and cover babysitting at, you know, $20 an hour and he'll bring his guitar. Um, you can book him. Or for $50 for a one-hour session, he'll come over with his workbook and a guitar and his itinerary and curriculum. And it. it's truly like, a, you know, like a start to finish, like straight up lesson. Got it. Um, so it, it really kind of depends on what you're looking for. But but both both are available on the site. And for sure, I think like when we first launched the pain point for sure was just finding like cooler, better babysitters. Um, and that's for sure where the need was. And I think now people are branching out and kind of exploring the enrichment side even more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that that's a, that's a really interesting thing to to look at is that this time right the time is the most valuable thing that we all have and and while yes that's great to have somebody who is trustworthy and x y and z with your kids you do hope that there's like that that time is not wasted also where it's just like oh yeah sit in front of your ipad for four hours and i'm paying this person you know to do that um absolutely in terms of yeah, no, no, oh, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Well, no, I was just exactly touching on that point really quickly. Like, I think that um, I definitely think, like, the tangible skills and the enrichment that kids are getting during these sessions is huge and, like, awesome. But I really, really think the secret sauce of Carry to Care is, like, the more intangible things of, like, I know when I book a kid expert for my kid, like, I recently booked a Broadway actor for day nine. Um, and if she's doing, you know, musically based, things during that session that's awesome but just like the overall like i'm so stoked that my kid is spending the evening with that chick like right i feel like such an amazing mom because my kid is having the best night ever with one of the coolest people that i've ever met mm. um and i think like being able to build out you know also because yeah i feel like my my four-year-old is like the care to care guinea pig she's so many kid experts <laughs> which she loves actually i think she frankly would be so bored if i i booked the same person over and over she loves like different people um different types of people um coming over for babysitting um but i think like you know being able from a personal perspective like i think like that, as a parent just a user of the site i do feel like that's one of the greatest things that it offers is like i have created this tiny little community for my mm. kid like awesome people and like yeah they're gonna do cool stuff and if i come home to like a cool science experiment or something at the end that's awesome but i also just know like my kid had the best time ever and i'm so stoked that some of their like good juju rubbed off on my child (laughs) right right so i would say like traditionally speaking right the um Mm -hmm. babysitters or babysitting tend tended to be something that younger people did right as especially like you know you hear these uh, sort of stereotypical. It's like the sixteen-year-old girl yeah, yeah. or whatever yep. who now is is got a babysitting job and is yeah. making a little bit of money. Um, and then you have um, that's obviously evolved, and now there are like full-on companies that this is what they do, um, such as yeah. uh, curated care. Um, mm-hmm. With the kid experts on the site and the mm-hmm. um, users that you have, how, what percentage of them? Our parents themselves versus our younger people. That's such a 
great question. It's still pretty small. I mean, I definitely, I feel like our, I feel like our kid experts are sort of like the, the like second stage of life of the person that you just described. Like right. the classic school, right. like lovely 16 year old girl. Um, I feel like most of our kid experts, generally speaking, are like, you know, 21 to 35 mm-hmm. and, you know, they freeze and a little bit more like experience and um, kind of other things going on in their lives. Um, we are just starting to see, and it's pretty cool actually. So we've been, we launched four years ago um, this April. And so we're just starting to see our first wave of like some kid experts on the site now having their own kids. So, mm. um, so we now have like, you know, a handful of kid experts and now also have like a mom profile on the site, um, right. which is really cool. So it's still, it's still pretty small, but it, it also just depends on the market. I think um, out in LA, we definitely have some people that um, are skewing just like, like we definitely have a few more parents that are applying to be kid experts out there, which is really interesting. Um, we're really big in the Hamptons here in New York. Um, and we definitely have some providers that are um, a little bit older. I mean, we have, you know, a couple that are grandparents. So definitely for the most part, it's who you would envision. It's, you know, it's like a slightly older, more experienced person babysitting your kid. But we do have a few that are parents, um, which is pretty cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so awesome. Such a great story. And such I, I love oh, it when when companies are born out of a real need, right? Yeah, and it, it happens so organically like that. And yeah. um, for everybody that is out there, uh, they can find out more information about Curated Care on the website. Um, mm-hmm. It's curatedcare.com. And, and you can follow them on Instagram as well, at Curated Care. Um, on Instagram as well. And then I want to, don't go anywhere, Aaron, because I want to come back here and we're going to do a top three. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to do a top three not so obvious things to look for in childcare providers. Yeah. Um, and I'm so curious to hear what is on this list on, on your care. list. I'm sure you've heard <laughs> so many different scenarios. Yes. <laughs> um, so we're going to take a quick break, a quick word from uh, some of our sponsors. We'll be right back with Aaron and a top three. A tribe called Dad. This is the top three. It's the top three. It's the top three. This is the top three. All right, here we are. It is the top three. We've got top three. Uh, what did we say? Top three not so obvious things to look for when you're looking for childcare. Yeah. And we've got Aaron from Curated Care on the line. You clearly are an expert when it comes to this. I'm so curious to hear what these are because, you know, especially as a parent, when you start looking for um, people to consider for watching your kid, especially if you're going outside of friends and family, you know, sure, there's the obvious stuff, but I would love to hear what some of this not so obvious stuff is. So, um, Aaron, are you, are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Number one. Number one. All right, give us number one. Okay, so, yeah, number one. All right, number one is um, actually looking at super basic details. And by basic details, there's like a list of things that a tried and true experienced sitter should do. So they should take off their shoes when they come into your home. They should ask where to put all their personal things. They should always wash their hands right when they come in. And they should be really, really proactive about asking about you, about asking about your routine and about protocol. Um, All those little teeny details seem like non-things, but like they are like babysitting 101 and anyone that has any semblance of experience as a babysitter will do those teeny things. But it also speaks to just like general personal hygiene and and somebody that's really 
taking care in your home. It's like super nuanced to invite somebody into your home to do babysitting. Um, and so those like teeny tiny things, they seem like nothing, but make sure their shoes are off. They ask where to put their things and they wash their hands. And they're probably a very experienced, legit babysitter. Wow. I would have not <laughs> even thought of the, like the washing the hands <laughs> thing. I'm going to start to adopt that when I go to anybody's house now. Like, I know I'm gonna... we all said it's a little creepy <laughs> that that's even like, this is a babysitter thing. But, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Wow, that's you gave me you gave me three right there already. We're getting we're getting some bonus material here. All right, I love it. Get ready, um, <laughs> yes, I got more. <laughs> All right, here we go. Number two. Number two. Okay, Number so two. I think this is one of this is like one of the most important is to really pay attention to the people stuff versus the kids stuff. So what I mean by that is like there are certain things that are deal breakers, understandably for certain parents. Like some parents really really are keen on somebody that is CPR certified and first aid trained um things things that you know make on paper for a great babysitter and in real life but ideally if i have a babysitter i hope they either never have to utilize cpr in my kid mm -hmm. or like it, it should happen in once in a blue moon to me the most important thing is like who this person actually is as a person because i really think that that the most that your child is going to absorb from this person is going to be at those kind of like in between moments like mm. what type of person is this like how's their small talk what do they like to do what's their hobbies like what is their vibe and energy um and banter that they're going to be kind of infusing into their time with my kid like 100 percent of the time that they're with them so i actually would venture to say that like above the kids stuff that you want to tick all the boxes of for like running a good sitter um it's really about like who they are as a person like if this is a cool person that i like being around probably my kid will too but like what they're going to pick up more on is not like their cpr training it's right. like you know who who they kind of are in an idle moment so that i think is like so key yeah no that's such a good one like because that is the stuff Absolutely. Like when they're there for four hours or whatnot, that's right. the stuff that's really going to matter is I love that you said the thing about small talk and like the banter yeah. because yeah. there's so many people today that just really lack communication skills and yeah. are just not great people, people. Um, right. totally. And totally. yeah, I mean, if this person is around your kid, I mean, you want, yeah, for sure. That's actually, a, that's a great one. I love that. All yeah. right. Um, yeah. You ready for number three? I'm ready. Here we go. Number three. Okay. So the last one I would say is to find out if you, as like the dad or the mom, really like this person, um, which seems obvious, but it's not. I think that sometimes families will um, enter into like a babysitting relationship with somebody that they're like, they're not my favorite uh, for X, Y, and Z reason, but my kid really loves them. But at the end of the day, I mean, every parent knows that like your kid is a barometer for how you feel about something or someone, like the vibe that you give off is going to be palpable to them. That's really going to matter to them. Um, and so it's, it's like so huge that like you're finding someone that gels like with your kid and with you. And I also think that like, it's so personal to have like a babysitter in your home, particularly like, I frankly want somebody that, that is like a cool, lovely, normal person that I can easily chat with because if I'm coming home after a date night, like three glasses of wine in, I really want to be able to have like an easy interaction with you. Like this is somebody that you're going to have to <laughs> interface right. with a lot. Right. Um, and, and so I think that people need to take that into account. I think sometimes you just, you really, it's so understandably easy just to really hone in on the kids stuff when you're connecting with the babysitter. But really 50% of the equation has got to be 
you um, and, and how like that person vibes with your whole family. Because uh, it's going to make such a difference um, if you're, you know, coming home and having a pleasant interaction with somebody versus maybe like not the easiest, breeziest kind of exchange or conversation, but they might be great with your kid. They really ideally should be like a great fit for all of you. Oh, these are so good. These are so oh, good. They, they, this was such a great list. Um, that is oh. so true that the last point that you made, um, you know, I do hear that a lot. I hear a lot yeah. of parents say that exact phrase that you just gave me, which is, you know, I, I don't I don't really know, but yes. he's, yes. I, you know, my, my son really likes him. Um, right. But he's right. weird. You know, <laughs> like you don't, yeah. you don't want, want that. Him, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, right. that's um, that's really interesting. So let me ask you a, another question before we wrap up yeah. here, which is sure. what advice would you give to anybody who maybe is on the other side of this, which is a um, somebody who is interested in becoming like a kid expert? Mm-hmm. Like what are the things that um, somebody would need to go through in order to qualify, I guess, or stand out on curated care? Oh, yeah, totally. So, I mean, we definitely have like, you know, a, a, a list that we'll kind of plow through. So ideally, we're looking for people that have um, experience in a classroom or a camp group setting with kids is huge and like really invaluable experience. Um, also, they should have some, some babysitting and childcare experience. Um, they have to have really, it sounds crazy to say, but like cool talents that they can kind of infuse into that time. They have to have kind of like a secret sauce of like cool educational or artistic things that they can infuse into that time. Um, and they get really intangible, but they have to be just like lovely, cool people that we also want around our kids. So like a lot of it's personality, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of vibing with the general culture of curated care. I think that we really pride ourselves on being like a cool, creative community that's like really, really inclusive and really, really open. And I think that, um, you know, you gotta be on board for that. And I think you really have to love kids. That sounds obvious, but yeah. like. You, yeah. truly, you truly have to love it because, like, I mean, kids are like dogs and they can smell fear. Mm-hmm. And if you don't love being there and love hanging out with them, it's not going to work. So you have to, which is probably why we seek out, like, creative professionals. I think that, like, the mind of an artist is very similar to the mind of a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, so yeah, so, I mean, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be something that, like, really you have to um, – feed off of being around kids as much as like they get to feed off of you you know it's really gotta spark something joyful in you um i know that sounds really intangible but um, it's a lot of why we do a lot of um vetting and we have a lot of stuff so we get to know all of our candidates to make sure they're a great fit but um just cool creative people that want to hang out with cool creative kids that's what we're looking for i love it and you guys have um recently sort of opened up here in los angeles which is where i'm based um yeah and i think you've got uh, Miami and also New York, correct? Yeah. So yes, exactly. New York, Los Angeles, um, a little bit Miami, and out in the Hamptons. So, um, so yeah, but it's been awesome. It's been like a, it's been pretty awesome connecting with families on both coasts and seeing how similar and how different everybody is, mm-hmm. um, and just, um, just sort of like getting to experience like family life on two two sides of the coast it's been really cool actually um but you know at the end of the day i think everybody wants the same thing they just want a really awesome person to be around their child and that's the common denominator 
Awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much for the time. Yeah, Aaron. Thank you. I am so excited to share this with everybody out there, but, um, Aaron, you guys have, uh, graciously given a little bit of a discount for everybody who's listening into this podcast. So I can't thank you yeah. enough for that. That's so of awesome. Course, of course. We're stoked. Yeah. Um, um yeah. So what people should do is, um, check the show notes cause we've put the discount there. Um, and then we've also put it up on a tribe called dad.com. So you can find that under the offers tab and, um, so excited to have you once again, Aaron, I really appreciate you taking the time. Say hi to Marlene for me as well. well and, um, this is so good. I'm just like, again, I, I'm so thrilled to have been your first, uh, like, female dad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, true. It's we've broken, so, we've broken all the rules here. <laughs> like my day is made. What, what else? I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Um, thank you for all that you do and, and yeah. much, uh, continued success with curated care. And, um, we want to thank everybody who is tuned into this episode and has gotten a little bit of more insight in terms of childcare and some things to look out for. And for everybody that is out there, you know, that I always like to end the show like this. Dads are better than moms. Dads are better than moms. Dads are better than mommy. Sorry.